being able to discern and understand the motives of, 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 of uh, not only yourself, but also people around you. I believe that this um, upcoming year will be critical uh, for those who uh, who can discern and understand the motives of people in your life. I think that uh, Satan's biggest um, weapon, or one of his major weapons, is to send people uh, into our life uh, to with the wrong motive uh, and we embrace and accept people that come into our life and their motive is wrong and they have no real intention or love or um or heart for our vision or our calling or our destiny or our purpose and uh, I believe that uh, motives are very important and you must discern the motives of people and you cannot uh, I mean I think this is the difference between life and death I mean you can literally live and die by being able to discern the person's motive if you study the Bible and you see how many times in the Bible that uh, a person was trusted that didn't deserve trust and that's one of the things that people uh, people um, with impure motives will do they will demand trust or they will they will command trust from you without being trustworthy in other words they will want you to do for them what they're not willing to do for you they want you to be faithful to them while they're not faithful to you they'll want you to show up while they don't they'll want you to pray while they won't they'll want you to give while they will hold all of their cards to their chest so you have to understand that uh, a person with impure motives reveal themselves uh, a person with improper impure motives always reveal themselves and I believe that I'm speaking in generally to someone who's who's going to be watching this clip because uh, when I was thinking about doing this show on motives um kind of feel like the Lord was dealing with me about uh, uh, the season coming up where it's going to be very vital for people to discern who's in their life. I mean, this is the time, I believe, where we're seeing the weeds and the wheat and the sheep and the goats. And uh, you have to know whether you're yoked up with a goat or you have a weed in your life choking out the wheat or the fruit. Amen. So there are a lot of people uh, 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 that we run across and that we make friends and that we get close to. Some of our, even our brothers or sisters in the Lord, but uh, a person with impure or improper motives, uh, uh, not not saying they're an evil person, but they could be a misguided person. If their motives are not pure towards me or you, they could still sow a seed of uh, a seed of the enemy in my in my life to bring up a harvest, uh, uh, to bring to bring up a a a a a a uh, negative harvest uh for my future okay so this is what satan does uh just to give you a little understanding satan is a seed sower you know we know god's a seed sower satan is a seed sower also satan copies god satan sows negative seeds the bible says in matthew that a good man sowed good seed in his field and when men slept an enemy came in and sowed weeds amongst the wheat so we know that satan uh 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 uh, 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 uh he sows seed just like god sows seed the thing what satan desires to do is to sow a seed at the at the time you sow a seed at the time a good seed is sown he tries to sow a bad seed so when a person puts a good seed uh, when a person is sowing a good seed satan will come right along at the same time and try to sow a bad seed hoping that the bad seed would choke out and uh and 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 uh, overcome the good seed and this is the reason why you have to be careful at who's sowing and who's depositing and who's important into your life i've had many people 
that I thought was good uh, sow into my life, and I found that the seeds that they had sown, they were not good seeds. They was they they were good in the beginning, but as they begin to grow, and that's the reason why uh, you have to understand uh, a little bit about seed sowing. That as seeds begin to grow, that's when you begin to see the distinction in plants. Most plants look the same when they're small, but as they begin to grow, you begin to see the distinction. The distinction uh, it causes you to really know uh, whether it's just a bean plant or is this a uh, is this a uh, um, uh, cabbage plant or or, or, or broccoli plant. And when they're little, when they're just leaves coming up out of the ground, it's very difficult to know what the plant is. And that's the reason why uh, Satan likes to sow those seeds uh, 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 right at the beginning because it's hard to discern uh, 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 what that seed will be or what that plant is. And uh, that's the reason why you have a lot of people, many times when you're going to be blessed or you're, going, or, or you're called or you have an anointing on your life, Satan will send somebody right at the, at the infancy of your ministry, right at the beginning to begin to sow his agenda or a person's misguided agenda into your calling or into your agenda and if you and when you receive that it will cause you to grow in another person's vision and not your own many pastors are are in this uh are in this dilemma where they have allowed someone to come in who may be had a, had a great gift or sometimes they were great givers that's another thing and uh, they, that pastor may have allowed someone to come in and because they the pastor feel like they need that person they'll allow them to begin to sow uh, in the foundation and the foundation should be laid by the visionary but they'll begin to let that person sow their agenda their will their understanding what they want the church to be what they want the ministry to be that person this, this person with an impure motive will come in and start sowing into their foundation and after years the pastor will begin to look and see that the vision and the, what he's building is not necessarily looks like the blueprint he had in the beginning but it looks like something foreign to him but what he doesn't realize is he's allowed someone to come in and sow and plant in his vision uh, their, their agenda and uh, it totally took away or um it took away from what God was building through him. So that's why you have to discern. If, if I can tell you anything else, discern. Discern means to understand. Uh, shed light upon people's motive. You have to understand people's motive. Oh, and, and, and you can't do that in every instance. But 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 I'm gonna give you a little help today. Uh, the number one way to discern a person's motive or to uh, understand a person's motive is to let them talk. I mean, that's the number one way. Let people talk. If people, if people, I tell people all the time, if I talk to you for five minutes, I can tell you what your motive really is. Because a person with an agenda has to, uh, that agenda is always on the surface. They re always are ready to push their agenda. So if you let them talk long enough, they're going to get down. Once they get through the flatteries, the formalities, they're going to get down to what they really want to say. It reminds me of the story of uh, Jesus uh, when uh, 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 the Sons of Thunder's mother, uh, John, John and Jane, I think it was John and Jane's mother. They was called the sons of Zebedee, and she came, and their mother came with them to Christ. The Bible says she came worshiping Christ, came worshiping, bowing down, worshiping Christ. As she got closer and worshiping, her agenda came out, and she said, "I want one of my sons to sit on your right hand and on your left hand." Now her goal, she worshipped him, trying to get close to him with worship, giving him what he, giving him what she thought he needed in order to get close enough to get what she wanted. Morning. So it was a, she had an impure and improper motive for worship, but her goal was to get close to Christ and then 
slide in her agenda and she and Jesus had told her look you know this is I can't give you that either they, they don't have to go through what I go through and that's really up to my father who sits on my right hand on my left hand but this is how people this is how people with impure motives are they'll always come with flattery first they'll come building you up they'll come seeming like an answer to a need and this is why it's very difficult to discern these type of people they'll come uh, giving they'll come helping they'll come like a savior almost to your cause and once you embrace them uh, a lot of times uh, you'll begin to realize that, 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 that they don't really have a heart uh, they'll begin to show their disloyalty they'll begin to show uh, through their actions their true heart for you for your ministry for what you're trying to do for what you're trying to build uh, many times you'll find that they won't be able to uh, 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 be faithful long. See, a person with it, a person that has their own agenda cannot follow you long. They can't do much for you long. In other words, a person with their own agenda is always trying to figure out how can I get my agenda. Uh, uh, how can I fulfill my agenda? So they can only uh, they can only give uh, some they can only give you a certain allotment of time. In other words, they've already decided when they came to meet you or when they came to join you or be around you that I'm going to give you uh, a certain amount of time uh, uh, to help me fulfill my agenda. And if my agenda is not fulfilled within that time frame, well, then I'm going to go. So we have a church full of people that's like this now that they come to church and say, you know, you see sisters come to church and say, well, I'm going to give God three months to get me a husband. And then if they, God doesn't get them a husband in three months, they're going back to, to their own agenda and trying to figure out how to do it themselves. So this is this is why it's important. In this season, I feel like I'm talking to leaders for some reason because you need to you need to get this understanding that 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 Satan doesn't have to attack you uh, uh, a lot. All he has to do is put somebody is so is, is, is have somebody in your life with an impure motive to sow a seed to get you off track. It doesn't mean it doesn't take a lot. You know, there was a, a scientific experiment uh, uh, that I saw when I was young that had an impression on me in school. Was uh, the scientist the science teacher said that if you take two parallel lines and one's running right beside the other one uh, all you have to do uh, is put is, is take is, is have one line be off one degree and by the time you get uh, I think it was like a mile a person would be way off because all it took was one degree. This is why it's very difficult to discern somebody's impure motive. Because when you don't see a big change. You don't see that the seeds they're sowing are causing a big change right away. But as you begin to grow. And as you begin to move. And as you begin to go forward. You begin to see how your vision or your plan or your dream seems to get off. And you don't know why. How did it get off? Well it started way back in the beginning. When you allow somebody to come in with an impure motive and start to dictate or change your vision or your calling or your destiny by sowing their agenda into your into your vision now listen I found that people with impure motives are pretty lazy and and, 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 and what I mean by that is people with impure motives they don't want to do the groundwork to be successful so they need somebody who they suspect will be successful successful to latch on to 
so that that person who they think will be successful will do most of the legwork and then the person with the impure motive can come in later and start on level nine and they never went through level one, two, three, or four. They used you to go through level one, two, three, or four for them. And they swooped in on level nine with an impure motive and manipulated you to get to a place that they had never uh, uh, had a foundation for. And that's why you see so many ministries toppling and falling because we have the body of Christ is full of this. People who don't want to pay a price, people who don't want to label, who don't want to label for the Lord, who don't want to get a vision. They want to just run in the body of Christ, get saved one week and be preaching and prophesying the next week, uh, get saved one week, start a church the next week, you know, this is the mentality, and these type of people, motives are so pure, it's, it's sickening when you get around this sort of, when you, when you get around these sorts of, uh, you know, this sort of church uh, activity, where everybody's jockeying, pulling business cards, trying to get to the next level, they could care nothing about the people that they're meeting, you are just an opportunity to get their agenda fulfilled. Now, you say, well, well, Pastor Steve, well, what's the problem with that? Well, usually people that have an unpure motive that come to manipulate and use you to get to, 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 to fulfill their agenda, they usually destroy what, they usually destroy uh, the agenda of the person that gave them an interest. In other words, if you open the door to this person, they may they may literally destroy or or, or, or mess up your own vision, uh, trying to build their own vision or trying to do their own thing. So this is the reason why it's dangerous because you got to realize that for them to be successful, they have to step on step on step on you, not over you. They're going to step on you on your shoulders on what you built to catapult them to a place that they have never prayed and laid a foundation for for themselves and in order to do this sort of like if you really a scenario sort of like a, the black widow spider where she she comes along and she mates and she gives the the male widow what he needs which is a release for his uh i guess for you know to, to, to have sex with him or whatever but as but but then once she mates she kills him so it, it's like in other words uh you get what you want from this person but they sow a seed of your own destruction that's why you have to know that um uh, uh, that's why you have to be a discerner of, 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 the, of the motives of people that are in your life. And uh, let me give you a little scripture before we close today. Um, it said, uh, I love this scripture, Hebrews 4 and 12. This is one of the first scriptures I memorized because I love how uh, 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 the word of God is described. Because the only true defense we have for people with impure motives is the word of God. That's the only defense we have. Because the word of God is what lays bare. Uh, uh, everything the enemy is trying to do, it'll lay it bare. It will make it light. It is light. It will bring to light what people are trying to do. That's why you'll find people with impure motives hate uh, people who really know the word. They'll people with impure motives will try to get you off the word. They'll try to they'll, they'll say stuff like, well, why you got to go to the Bible? Or why do you got to use the Bible? Well, why, why can't you talk without the Bible? That what they're trying to do, they know that the Bible is light. And the, and they, the light is what they hate because the light shows who they really are. And, and and as a pastor, I've had, the, you, know, I, you know, I have this week after week sometimes, you have people come with impure motives. They, you know, they, you know, they, they, they come to get close to you. They want to get up close and then right when they get you where they want you, sometimes they'll wait till you to get done preaching. And right when you step off the pulpit, they'll slide up to you, get close to you, and start throwing their agenda in. Well, I need this. 
and I want you to do this and this and this. They never have no concern for the vision. They don't care anything about the house or the church or doing. And these people don't want to give. They don't support. They just coming in trying to figure out what they can get from you without giving you anything. So they these so people with impure motives uh, uh, do not like the word of God. They don't like Christians that know it and that believe the word of God because the word of God is their enemy. It's like their kryptonite because it will reveal who they really are. So the Bible says in Hebrews four and twelve, it says the word of God is quick, is and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. This is why people that don't uh, people that operate in willful sin they don't like the word of God because the word of God constantly cuts and when you use the word of God against a, on a person uh, with impure motives it cuts just like when Jesus uh, told Satan uh, when Satan tried to tempt Jesus to turn the stones into bread and to bow down and worship him in the wilderness Jesus said Satan get thee behind me it is written well when he said that it was it cut the enemy because it cut the lie out it cuts it's like the light turns on and it burns the enemy and it reveals the enemy's plan that's the reason why people don't like uh, the word they don't like you to use the word of God. They want to get you off the word of God and get you onto some psychological uh, uh, jargon or feeling or dogma that has no absolutes. That means, well, see, without the word of God, you can't judge anything they say. But with the word of God, it judges their motive. Okay? Now, also, it says, uh, even to the divine the son of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. That's what I want to show you. The word of God deserves or reveals the thoughts and the intents of the heart. See, the, so, so, so when you are a person that you are, you are a person that, that prays and meditates on the word of God. Uh, 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 the word, the, the word will always come up in your spirit to reveal to you who a person is or what a person, whether a person, what they said was genuine or not. Not being suspicious. The word of God is a discerner of the thoughts and intents. Have you ever been around a person and they said something and then you said in your spirit, you said what? In other words, you heard something that they didn't say. You heard something behind what they said. Uh, you know, and so that's what the word of God does. It causes you to see what's behind what a person is saying. Uh, why? Because the Bible says the Holy Spirit will show you things to come. So he doesn't want us to be caught off guard. He doesn't want us always to be bamboozled by, 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 by impure motive people. He wants us to know who they are and understand who they are. Why? Because we don't have time to get wrapped up and tangled up with these type of people and end up allowing them to uh, 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 um, distract from our ministry, distract from our, our time with the Lord, distract from our purpose and calling by getting tangled up with their foolishness. So this is the reason why the word of God is what lays bare the hearts of men.